Baby, large as life and twice as ugly. Hello, you are listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are an intermittent Geelong-based gaming podcast where we sometimes play games badly and then occasionally talk shit about them. When you said intermittent, I, I don't know what you were going to go with, but I didn't. I just I, like I thought it was going to be something like self-congratulatory, and I'm like, oh, I don't think we deserve that, given. No. Um, <laughs> No, no. I'm also mildly concerned that you're fat shaming me given the larger than life commentary part <laughs> two. But again, that's probably valid at this point in time, so I'll go with it. Yeah. Look, it's it's been a while. It's been a while since uh between drinks. Um so yeah, I got no reason for that. No, do we have no. zero excuses? We no. should just hang our heads in shame and no, that's all I got. We should yeah. just do that. Hang. That's it. I mean, since it's been a while, this is just going to be a just sort of a catch-up episode, I believe. So we'll talk about some shit that we've done, usually badly. I mean, definitely badly. That's, yeah. that's not a given, but it's... <laughs> no, it is a given. That's right. It's par for the course for us. Uh, but... Why don't we start it off? I mean, we used to we used to start off every episode like this, but why don't we start off with um, a bit of a catch up for the last couple of weeks? Uh, what have you been buying anything, Jace? I I mean, I have a I have honestly I have sold a lot more than I have bought in Ooh. the last however long. Is that going backwards or forwards? Well. I'm still at a net loss with what I've spent, but um, <laughs> no, I I got a little bit, so it's slightly off track already. Um, <laughs> I got a little bit distracted a while ago when um, a couple of mates came down and we caught up with some old guys that I used to play music with um, and have been chatting since then and got a little bit itchy and went, oh, shit, I don't own an amplifier. And I don't like I've sold off. I sold off a bunch of music equipment way back in the day and I went, that's a bit shit. And so that's what's happened. I then went, right, well, I can't just afford to buy all this shit because it turns out that's expensive too because cheap hobbies just don't exist apparently. Um, and so I sort of went through my collection and went, right, what am I actually not going to use? Let's let's try and rationalize a little bit and rob Peter to play PayPal. Um, so I got rid of some, some Malifaux stuff and I got rid of some – other stuff, some, you know, Batman, some DC, some, ah, uh, shit, I don't even know now. You've still got some Batman, don't you? No. No, you got rid of it all. Yep. Bulk lot. Uh, Cheap as chips. There it goes. Fair uh, it, I, I had like three or four people inquiring about it. It, it actually went pretty quickly. Okay. Um, I still so, want to play it one day. 
Yeah, but I figure I that that day, and I got very very angry with the resin. Yeah, from from so I was not upset about seeing them go. I got rid of some old Necromunda stuff, like first ed Necromunda stuff. Again, you've still got some though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good, good, good. So right. this, this was literally just doubles of things that I owned, um, which was basically a whole gang. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, I did that, and as such, I've spent more than I sold on music equipment for last night amps and effects pedals and things. Um, Does this mean that you're going to redo the theme song? It, it doesn't mean that. It, <laughs> it, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, you've got to use it. I, I do, but I still need to buy more things for that to actually work. <laughs> there's, there's a few missing links. Um, so, so sell more stuff. Yeah, that, that look, it's on the cards. There's still more stuff here. I'm looking at things that I need to offload. Um, and I that's without do that. that's, I really should. It's look, it's not even going too deep uh, <laughs> down the rabbit <laughs> hole. I could be a lot more harsh about this, and I, I've been pretty pretty restrained, all things considered. So anyway, so that is the the sale thread. In fact, if if people are interested, uh, come talk. Um, I have things, <laughs> yeah. Kitschy Tazwares if you have coin. Um, but I have, mm, couldn't resist a couple of things. One is Grebo did a Kickstarter in the not-too-distant past um, for another one of their Cutie Mall teams. And I do appreciate a good Grebo Cutie Mall team. And I was torn, right, because this was the dogs and cats two yep. teams. So it was the the corn, cats, and the take your pick, but human dogs, mm-hmm. human dogs. Um, and anyway, I struggled because I don't really own a human or an old world alliance or a nobility team or whatever the hell they're supposed to or be. Or a dog. Or a dog team. Yep. Um, I already own a corn team. And so oh, yeah. I... I did like the cats, but I already owned a cat, but I did like the dogs too. And I went, when am I going to play humans? Oh, I can run them as nobility as well. Anywho, so I ended up going with the dogs. They showed up. They are very pretty. They're Grebo are 3D printing everything now. That's so a really not, quick turnaround too. They had already started production when they put up the Kickstarter. Like, again, I feel like they've done enough of these that they know they, they know this is going to fly. Like, they know they're going to sell, so they just start it. They've um, done all this before. Yeah, not their first rodeo. Um, and they're 3D printing everything now, and it's actually – it's really good quality. Like, you can – yes, you can absolutely tell it's 3D printed, and if you get up super close, you can maybe see, depending on where the model is, where, where layers were or where supports are removed and stuff, but it is really not – like, I – you'd struggle to get that kind of quality. So they're, they're doing a, a lot of really good things. Um, you know, you'd be happy with that if you just bought it off a shelf somewhere without a problem. So the dog showed up. I have since assembled is the wrong word because they're all one piece, which is fucking glorious. Um, but I, like I did some cats that I've got lying around. Oh, they're, they're not, they're not one piece. Um, <laughs> teeny tiny, teeny. Oh, um, 
so I stuck them on bases and then I stuck all the nameplates because they came with fancy little printed nameplates as well. And I figured that's probably a good thing for a team like this. So it's very clear what is what position. So they're position nameplates and not yes. like Fido or yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's it's not Rover and yeah, no, they're they're position nameplates. So it's Blitzer and Lineman and and whatnot, right? And so I stuck all those on and I went great. And then I came to the realization that the nameplates were for a human team. Mm-hmm. And if you want to run them as Imperial Nobility, you would need different nameplates that I didn't get with the Kickstarter. And now I have a dilemma. Because yes. I have I have stuck the nameplates on the bases. It's already happened. I had that moment of realization. And then I went back to the Kickstarter. I went, I swear these guys were supposed to be able to run as Imperial Nobility. And what the hell is... Anyway, so the way this played out was in the human team, the catchers are the blitzers in the Nobility team. Wait, what? So the models that they had for catchers in the human team are these adorable little collies. One's got a frisbee in his mouth. It's just kind of fun. But they are the blitzers in the nobility team if you run them as nobility. Because blitzers have catch. Yes. Gotcha. So it, it makes sense when you, but it didn't make sense to me at the time. And so now, and then I had the dilemma around, okay, do I rip the nameplates off and put the nobility nameplates or I would have to order the nobility nameplates or find some other ones. Mm-hmm. Rip them off, stick the nobility ones on. Do I leave it as is? Do I order additional models and additional nameplates? <laughs> this is where they get so I can do so I could do both. Do I try and like magnetize? name but then i had the moments of in-game models flipping at each other and and jumping across squares and nameplates coming off and sticking to other models and it's just not ending well so anyway i have not delved down that rabbit hole any deeper they are currently a human team we will see if i get excited enough to do anything else that was purchase number one purchase number two was coercion um, okay. That was, well, that was, I got a random message on Discord not that long uh-huh. ago. I know where this is going. It's like, hey, the new Underworld Zinch warband, you definitely want that, don't you? Now, I had seen the warband and I went, oh, they're a bit fun. They're a bit pretty. That's a nice looking warband, you know, and, and kind of filed that as a problem for later. And I sort of went, he's like, because I'm pre-ordering the box. So this was Moose, our good friend, um, maybe a current patron, I don't know, uh, <laughs> definitely Blood Bowl player, but Underworld's pusher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a crack dealer when it comes to Underworlds, isn't he? It's, it was, it's funny because there's a couple of times sort of we've been at Throw the Dice. He's like, you want a game? I've got a game. I've got teams. I got. I definitely got. I got cruise here. I got boards. I got everything we need. You just say when I set it up. He's already cruise in the car. Pulling, he's already pulling shit out of a bag. He's already laying towels down and stuff. Anyway, um, he's like, because I want to pre-order it, but I don't want. I only want the the Stormcast. 
which confused I, me. I don't understand that's, that. Like, no, that's the point. Aren't there already like 17 other Stormcast crews? Yeah, I don't pretend to understand. I did question his sanity at that point in time and mm. asked if he was okay. Um, apparently, yes. Yeah. I mean, you got to take these things at face value sometimes. Um, and we got discussing, and I really not not a serious Underworlds player at all. Went, look, I just want the models and kind of the, the probably the deck that comes with them. I don't care about the rest. He's like, that's good. I just want to get this past the the Minister for War and Finance, um, and anything I can not own and say that I split costs is good. <laughs> so I really hope Mrs. Moose doesn't listen to this. Um, but doubtful. Yeah. So he through much coercion and, you know, twisting of arms and whatnot. I now own the the Zinch Warband from the, the Underworlds box and the, the cards and the bunch of tokens for statuses I didn't know existed. Um, and we talked about Rivals decks and I went, well, realistically, I'm never playing this when you're not around anyway, so why don't you take all the stuff that you definitely want and I will just steal it from you as needed. And that was great. Seems fair. But that is probably about where I am at purchase-wise. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, that's two decent-sized things. So Underworld's crew is always good. Blood Bowl team is always good. There's no losing. No. Uh, and, you yeah. know, I have I have managed to rationalise my horde of endless grey plastic, which <laughs> there's, there's, there's a moral victory in there, I feel like. It's trying, trying to reduce that amount of grey in your collection, isn't it? Which I'm still not getting good at. <laughs> But, yeah, we'll get done. Um, I've been buying some toys because this is me. So random assortment of toys recently. I, I did get um, Whiplash for Masters of the Universe, the Origin <laughs> series. It was coming. It was coming. Uh, and I have two more which are sitting for, waiting for me at work, which is Ratlaw and Trapjaw. But I'm umming and ahhing about it because I'm getting disheartened with the whole Origins line. Like, you remember Whiplash, right? I do remember Whiplash. He whipped. He whipped. He exactly. Exactly. It's in he the name, his, people. He spun his little torso and he flicked back and his little tail was rubbery and it flicked out. It was the best. Yes. Now, on the back of the... Uh, the card for, for Whiplash, it's like you can move him so that he lashes and whips. So there's but no spring. spring there's no loaded. spring. No. No, which was very disappointing. And then I got very excited when Ratlaw came in and he used to have a little button on the back which you push and his head popped up. That's right. And he rattles and makes a noise because he's a rattlesnake, right? Makes makes perfect sense. It's it's yes. original naming 101. Yes. Uh, this one still rattles, but his head doesn't pop up. He just comes with an extendable neck, which you just take his head off, stick the neck on, and stick the It's frustrating. Next, next they're going to do Battle Damage He-Man, where you just put a little cover over his chest and it changes. It looks a little bit more broken. Like, if it's not doing that little rolly barrel thing where you hit it and it gets yes. broken, I'm not fucking interested. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still chasing one these ones that... I used to have as a kid, but they're going to do Cobra Khan and they're going to give it to him. He just tell you to spit water at people. 
He doesn't spit water. They've yeah. done him. He doesn't spit water. It's like he But if has... you hold him and you spit water at people, it can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a fun game for all involved. <laughs> Especially in this day and age. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Cobra Khan just comes with like a thing that you stick in his mouth. So it looks like he's spinning, but no water comes out. <laughs> anyway, I was still, yeah, I still want to get the ones I had as a kid, but like the, the nostalgia is there for the old ones now, less so for the origins ones, which is mm-hmm. a shame. Yeah. Uh, you know, bought a couple other things. So I bought some, yeah, a couple of pop vinyls and I bought these cute little crow, um, figurines models which are pretty cool they are very cool yeah they come are with... we getting a new crow movie is that happening uh god i hope not i really <laughs> hope not <laughs> the first one was so good the sequels were so not so good uh and it's just don't redo it don't remake it don't make it the same story if you're going to do a crow film please because just let let brandon rest he nobody can do better anyway that was that was about it for real purchases no i lie i lie completely uh i did have a kickstarter come in though so the dc deck building game which i've got quite a few of those things did a 10th anniversary kickstarter last year and that came in and it came in a very large box. So I was like, oh, I don't remember him being this big. But part of the Kickstarter, which I'd totally forgotten because it was last year and hadn't paid that much attention. I mean, that's half the joy of Kickstarter, though, yeah. let's be honest. Uh, but part of the Kickstarter was this huge organizational box that you could fit all of the cards in. Ooh. Wall sleeved and everything. It comes with little dividers for all the little uh, expansions that you might or might not have purchased. Uh, It tends to be more might in my case. Uh, But I spent a good amount of time putting them all together. And the latest one, the one that was the 10th anniversary one, is Injustice. So that looks exciting. Plus it also has uh, the DC bombshells as a little expansion as well, which is cool. That is that is genius, though, on Kickstarter, just for, like, here is a thing that you definitely need, the organization. Mm-hmm. Like, if they brought one of those out for Marvel United. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> just just shut up and take my money. Um, yeah. No, I that that's genius. All right. So, at some stage, we'll have to play that again. Yes, definitely. It's all organized. It's all in this little box. It's not. Are we, are we allowed to take it out? Like, yes. you now it's organized. It's- <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have it organized in a way that I can reorganize after. So it's fine. <laughs> it's half the joy, just reorganizing. Uh, the other thing I want to mention too is that uh, we did the draw for our last month giveaway. So I gave away the Masters of the Universe board game and did the draw live on Twitch couple of people jumped in. We had quite a few viewers for that one. It was it good. Was cool. uh, but Mal and Kenny both jumped in. And Kenny ended up winning, mm-hmm. which was in the the absolute perfect timing 
uh, he got hit by an ad break from Twitch when I spun the wheel. So he didn't actually see his name pop up until the He came finished. back and he was so confused. It was the best. <laughs> but Mal and I were talking because Mal is starting up the alien role-playing game, mm-hmm. which is something that has intrigued me for quite some time and has managed to find a spot for me, which is really cool. So hopefully I'll be playing that shortly at some point. So you get to be the alien? No, no, that's that's the GM's role or the what do they call it mother, I think, which is really cool. <laughs> but I was yeah, I was looking at it and it comes with some dice, right? And the dice are just standard six-sided dice, but they look very alien-like. And you have to have two different colors. You have to have one which is your standard dice and one which is your stress dice. And on the ones for the stress dice, they also have a picture of a face hugger. And then I looked at work and I saw the starter box for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want the dice. And this comes with like all of the dice. And then I worked out that it was the same price for me to buy the starter box, which comes with like the basic rules and everything you need, plus the 20 dice, as it was for me to purchase the 20 dice by themselves. Well, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I know. So I ended up buying that too. So as somebody with no brain, that's what I did. That's me. That's me. I'm a person like me. Uh, Last for purchases, though, is last week it was May the 4th. Twas. Twas, indeed. And for some reason, for some stupid reason, the local toy shop near work was doing 20% off all Star Wars items I mean, aren't you the local toy shop near work like I'm, I'm no i'm a professional shop not a toy shop i'm a collectible shop that's what i said okay um, cool. yeah. uh, but there are some things that we don't sell one of which is lego i see how that happened yeah right so i ended up walking in there and walking out with uh two star wars diorama sets that had just come out so the endor speeder chase and the emperor's throne room from both from return of the jedi and as i was there i saw another box behind the counter that wasn't on the shelf and so curiously I had a look online to see what this box exactly was. And it was a miniature version of the executor, the Star Destroyer that Vader is in command of. Mm-hmm. And it was 20% off. So I wandered back. <laughs> so I've got uh, three new Lego sets, which is great because I haven't had any Lego for ages. And one of them is fully complete. The other two I have still to start, and I'm trying so to. It's the speeder hold that's off. done. It's the, the speeders speed are done. Yep. Yes, so I've still got the executor and the and, and the throne room to do. So that's going to do me for some time, especially if I am good and manage to sort of space them out a little bit. Because I've got the the Lego dioramas for Star Wars. They did th- three. And they technically did one before they did the three. So it wasn't exactly a diorama, but it's in it's laid out in the same sort of way and has the same sort of base. And so I've got all four of those. So I had to get these two. I just had to. I mean, it was destiny. It was. 
And it was 20% off. 20% off Destiny, that's a bug. <laughs> I know, right? But that's it for buying for me. I'm going to pull the plug there. I have not. I mean, I'm sure I've bought other things, but I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Ears may be listening. I have not purchased anything else. I did not have <laughs> sexual relations with that woman. Um <laughs> Moving along, yes. uh, have you been watching anything? Look, bits and shits. And I started going, what the hell have I watched? And then it took me a while and then then it all started coming back to me. Um, According so, to Discord, you've been watching My Little Pony. That is a banger of a movie and I won't hear anyone say otherwise. So, <laughs> the soundtrack is amazing. Anyway, um, so this is... A, a, where this came from, and this will tie back into the what have you been painting thing. But anyway, when I rolled up my entry for the Throw the Dice Reaper paint comp, I got a little unicorn and that was, yep. that was my entry. And I'm like, what the shit am I going to do with this unicorn? But I have... Paint it? Yes. <laughs> okay. But more more specifically... With paint? Um, yes. Which paint? There's a lot. I'm looking at a lot of paint right now. Um but I have a five-year-old daughter, right? So my Netflix, like my Spotify playlists now, are a little bit like, wow, I get some really interesting suggested playlists. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that we discovered on, you know, I think it was Netflix, was it was a My Little Pony movie, but it was like new generation My Little Pony. It's called Friend, I don't know. doesn't matter. Okay. It is Bloody glorious! So the the whole the whole premise of this movie is that um, she's she's a pony. I can't remember her name. It's not important, right? But unicorns and Pegasus and everything that they, they they all separated. They've all gone their own ways. They don't speak. They're all terrified of each other. So it's a My Little Pony film about racism. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. It's so good. Um, and then you know this little Sunny. Sunny, that's her name, um, goes on a little bit of a quest to reunite everybody and they get to cry. But the soundtrack is banging. Um, so there's one there. There's a whole song about just propaganda. It's, mm-hmm. called, it's called Danger Danger. It's basically written to the tune of Smells Like Teen Spirit. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, like there's enough that they don't get copyright infringed but it smells like teen spirit it's about propaganda and it's this little kind of bully horse who's taken over the military wearing like military caps and you know arm badges and stuff telling people that they need to panic and don't think and just follow his instructions and everything will be fine what the fuck so good (laughs) and it is absolutely appropriate for a five-year-old i checked um but so many underlying, it's glorious. Highly recommended. How many times have you watched it without your daughter? Look, when you say without my daughter, she's at least been home. <laughs> this might be in another room. She loses interest and I don't. Um, <laughs> like, I'm going to go play Barbie's dad. I'm like, oh, you do that. I'm watching My Little Pony. <laughs> We're going to put in a movie, Charlie. What do you want? You're watching My Little Pony. No, I don't. I want to watch Elsa. We're watching My Little Pony. Um, anyhow, 
It's a banger. What have I actually watched that's that's relevant? Um, I did take your recommendation and watch everything everywhere all at once, whatever it was called. Yep. Thought that, that was a more wild ride than I expected. Yeah, I know. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Just the piece that I still don't fully understand is this concept of having to do something unexpected and random to. To jump multiversal type things, I'm guessing it's because it was unexpected and random. Yeah, and it's not something you do normally. I don't know, but it, and it, yes, um, it was good. Like it was, I had absolute belly laughs at times. Like it did all the right things, but it was just a little bit more than I expected in every way. <laughs> Um, and how about, oh, I'm, I'm trying to remember how they say it, raccoon the raccoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I watched it. There were moments there where I wondered why I was watching it, but I'm definitely <laughs> glad I was watched it by the end of it. It's the moral of the story. Um, I also did sneak away to the movies one night. Um, yeah, we, we managed to get the kids to sleep over with grandparents and we went and caught a movie and it was great. Um, and we had plans because we'd also organized for a babysitter the night before. So we were going to double dip and do two movies in a row. Uh huh. And then Kate got sick and we didn't make the second one. But yeah. Yeah. It was a wonderful dream. Um, so we did, the plan was to do Mario Brothers and then Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. Legend Among Thieves. So we only got the first half of yep. that. We did see Mario Brothers. And that is fun. That is, I don't know how people would do if they didn't have the nostalgia thing. Like if you didn't my, already get the joke. My kids loved it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. so. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they don't have the nostalgia. But then they're kids. So what yes. do they know? So I, f- I feel like yeah, well, there's that too, right? But I feel like it is it is bright and fun and amusing and stuff happens and there's, you know, loud noises. Um, so, you know, kids, yes, absolutely. But there is probably a generation in there somewhere that's going, what the shit is this? But also, like, like it's great in that Chris Pratt as Mario, mm-hmm. they explain why he doesn't have an accent. Like, they do that. Because okay. he doesn't, he doesn't do the accent the whole way. That's probably a good thing. It was definitely a good thing, but they give you a reason for it, which was glorious. I think Jack Black as Bowser was maybe a little bit much, just a little bit much. Like he Jack Blacked it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a song in the middle of it. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, but if you have played any of the Mario franchises, literally any of them. There are references and it is glorious and they do all the right things. It is the right level of fun. Um, we left the movies and Googled how much it was to buy a Switch. <laughs> yep. So that's – and then we checked whether Kmart was still open and had them in stock. They did not have them in stock and that's why I don't own a Switch. Um, 
but it was a close call. It was, <laughs> it was touch and go for a little bit there. If they had have, we probably would have owned one right now. Um, that, that's where that landed. So we did see Mario Brothers. I randomly watched the other night. I just started something to have something on and then I watched the whole movie and it was the second, because I hadn't seen it, the second Fantastic Beasts movie. Okay, yep. Had not seen. Now I've seen it. That's about it. Um, right. Now I've seen it. I haven't seen like, either of or however the first, many. I don't I know how many there are. There's only two that I know of. Um, I think the first one was, the first one is, it introduces the concept. So it's the new shiny thing. Yep. I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with the second one. It was like I sat through the whole thing, which... You know, it was fine. I went, yeah, that was that was good at the end of it, but that's probably about as far as I would take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have been uh, frustratingly, and I was really trying not to get back to this stage, but I am now at the point where I've watched everything I'm doing the week by week releases mm-hmm. of a, Ted Lasso, the latest season of Ted Lasso. Um, I caught up and now I've got to wait till next Wednesday to watch the next episode. And that is the worst thing in the world. It is the last season too, isn't it? And it is just bloody lovely. Like there is something in every single episode that gives you a grand old chuckle. Generally you don't see coming and it could be from literally any character, which I really like. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just all of the gnaw moments as well. Like you just, it's nice. It's wholesome. It's, it's, you feel lovely and you have a good chuckle and there's still plenty of swearing. So, you know, everybody wins. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much me. I think until you okay. say something, I'll be like, Oh yeah, I watched that too. <laughs> All right. Well, let's give it a go. Actually, I hope you haven't seen much of the stuff I've seen. I probably haven't to be fair. <sighs> Uh, I've been going through a couple of documentaries recently. I absolutely uh, have not. Uh, the one the one that sticks out in my brain, and I've been telling a few people about this, it, it's called Evil Genius. It's on Netflix. And it's about a bank heist uh, that happened in America. And basically what happened is this guy strolled into a bank with a cane, which ended up being a gun, like a cane gun. As you do, because America, yep, yeah, cool. Uh, but also walked in wearing a collar around his neck with a bomb on it, a, a la running man type yep. thing, right? Casually handed them a note asking for cash, strolled out doing a Charlie Chaplin, swinging the cane around, was cornered by police a couple of blocks away, mm-hmm. um, very cooperative, you know, acting, you know, very coolly and very calmly uh, and was handcuffed on his knees in a car park and was, like, cooperating and, and like I said, very calm and collected until he realised that the bomb was actually going to go off and wasn't, I believe, I don't know, whether he thought it was a fake or something, uh, but, yes, the bomb went off. And... Wasn't it didn't didn't explode as much as the it was expected to. Oh, fuck. Definitely didn't leave much of this guy's head left. Yeah, okay. 
and police found out that he was on a scavenger hunt to find the keys to remove the collar. That is proper saw material. I know, right? I know, and this actually happened. That is fucking terrifying. And so, yeah, there's a couple of episodes where they they're trying to work out what the hell is going on and who's responsible, and you know whether this guy who was a pizza delivery driver was involved, and like it was really interesting. Anyway, there was that. I also watched, I found a show on Netflix, which is called King of Collectibles. Oh, God, which is, yes. Yeah, it's basically, it's like a porn star's, um, you know, comic book man, that type yeah. of show, but to do with a high-end auction site in the States that deals with collectible stuff. So, like, Pokemon cards and mm-hmm. NBA cards and stuff like that. That was really interesting. They ended up selling, like, a one card one NBA, one of a kind NBA card for like two point four million. Bloody hell! I know, right? The thing that gets me is like you're like, oh, it's one of a kind. It's worth that much, but somebody paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two point four million for it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, TV shows, nothing really to talk about. I did watch Mando season three. I should do that. It's. I mean, it's okay. It's not what it used to be. It's not season one. I mean, and it was never going to be season one. It kind of feels like it's like one of those TV shows that you kind of, for a lot of it, you don't even need to have seen the previous episodes. Hmm. It's like, you know, Mando goes here, something happens. How's it going to, how's he going to get out of this one? All right, cool. And then reset for next episode sort of thing, almost. I mean, there's ongoing things going through it, but it's... Okay, it's a little bit less storyline and a little bit more, yeah. hey, we did stuff here and then we did stuff over there. Yeah. Side questy. Yeah, it was, I mean, even more so than season two was, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I've watched a couple of films. Yeah. Uh-oh. Probably shouldn't have. I told you, get off Pornhub. <laughs> um... I watched Monster Hunter. <laughs> I keep getting that, hey, recommended viewing kind of trailer things. On don't do it. Don't do it. Just... It took me three times to get through. Like I stopped and started it three times. Oh, my God, it was atrocious. Um, <laughs> I also watched Hellboy. And as pretty as that was, and as violent as that was, it's a, that's a new one, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not as good as the Ron Perlman stuff, but the special effects and the and the fights and stuff were pretty cool. Okay, uh, I because currently I am sitting in a house with. Uh, one person in the front room who has tested positive in the last couple of days for COVID. Yay. Um, I sat down and watched Contagion. That was an error. (laughs) I'm like, let's see how much they got right. And they they got a lot right. (laughs) They got a lot right. I watched Contagion for scientific purposes. Yes. Um, and the only other one really worth mentioning is I watched a film called The Guilty with uh, Mr. Donnie Darko. In yes, it. yes. 
and he plays a he's basically answering nine one one calls, and it was heavier than I expected. Okay. Like emotionally, it was. I actually enjoyed it. So, out of the four movies, that was the highlight for sure. Quite good. I do like his acting, but there was a lot of you. Know, there were twists and turns, and some of the twists you could see coming, and some of them you couldn't. And it was, yeah, like I said, it was emotional. It was it was a bit heavy, which was good. It was good heavy. But that's my watching. That's there is there is a real mixed bag in there, isn't there? I know, right? <laughs> I keep going. I keep turning on these bloody Netflix or, or Prime or Disney or whatever trying to find something that I can put on in the background mm-hmm. and I haven't I haven't come across anything recently because either I want to keep watching it and pay attention to that or it's just boring the crap out of me mm-hmm. so I haven't found that happy medium where I can maybe I need to go back and watch Battlestar again <laughs> who I mean, knows that feels, that feels like the default go to right I know right it's been it's been I... about two, two years Someone made a reference at work the other day. Actually, it might have even been Dylan. Um, and they're like, oh, do you like Futurama? And I'm like, oh, I haven't watched Futurama for I don't know how long. I started that again that a while could, ago. Mm, that could be the one. That's a good idea. Thing. That's yeah, all on Disney. Yeah, the other one I haven't watched in forever, and it's probably aged terribly, but it was never good to begin with, is Red Dwarf. Ooh. Now, where would that be? I mean, on Betamax. No, I mean, it'd be on, what is it, the Britbox? The BBC one or whatever it is, yeah. But Blackadder's on something. What is Blackadder on? I think that's on Prime. Potentially. Maybe. Worth investigating. Yeah, I think there's there's some options. Hmm. I could do a Futurama marathon. That'd be fun. Yeah. Xbox games. You've been playing anything? I've been playing an Xbox game. Is it Blood Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> and then I finished the campaign and went, eh, I'm kind of done with this until they make it better. And yeah, then I stopped. Because um, I feel like playing against the AI, which is terrible. Um, yes, but AI, it really I, had, is. I had I had the campaign to complete. So I just, let's let's just push through and, and, and do the thing. Um but I feel like that only inflicts the pain on me. If I have to share that pain with someone else, it's not halved, it's doubled. Um, and I don't want to be responsible for that. So I haven't. Yeah, fair, fair. That's it. That's it. All right. That's fair. I, I haven't I haven't done much, I will say. The uh, only game that I have played recently, I had a um, – Last on Saturday, it was the the last Saturday that I'm going to have off for a while. So I'm doing the next couple of weekends uh, at work. So working the next couple of Saturdays. So I planned it all, and we ended up having a a daddy daughter date. Aww. So we got a list of a few things that we wanted to try out. So we just you know did a lot of that sort of stuff, and she had a great time. The first time, first place we tried was the library. Because I haven't been to the Geelong Library. It's 
great. Yeah. It's they, not quiet. It's no longer it's the, the whole see, you know, sit mm. still and just borrow a book and leave thing. It's cool. I mean, we started off doing Lego at the library. And then we moved on to Just Dance on the Xbox. So Caitlin had a lot of fun with that. You busted a move and then busted a hip. Yep. Continue. No, no, no. I mean, I've got some very awkward videos of, you know, the wrap-ups of myself and Caitlin dancing. Um, uh, we need to talk about OnlyFans content. Oh, there's a good idea. Uh, but what I found is I was, like, thinking about this because I've got, I mean, I was a PlayStation person at the start. I had PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. I've got the PlayStation 3, but by the before the 3 came out, I'd moved on. Mm-hmm. I got the 360, the Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox X or whatever the fuck it's called now. Mm-hmm. But my Series 1 has been playing up for a while. And I figure it's the, the battery pack. Mm-hmm. So I just need to get a new power cord or something for it. But I fiddled around with it the other day and plugged it in and it started working again. Mm-hmm. And that's got the connect. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe I'll just pick up Just Dance and let the kids well, burn a bit this, off that way. This was half of my argument about getting a switch. Like this was the justification that we told ourselves because we like, you've, you've got a lot of those Wii Sports style. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, those kind of games where it is a little bit less sit there, fine motor skill and a little bit more, you know, swing your arms at shit or dance around the room like an idiot. Sign me up. Kids, yeah. kids are in for that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely they are. And, and Caitlin's been very eager for Just Dance and, I think it's like the 2022 version is like 20 bucks at the moment. Not even that. I was very disappointed to find out that the old 360 game, which I have, is not backwards compatible on the one, which is the Star Wars Connect, which has dancing to songs that have Star Wars lyrics and also running around as a rancor, which is a shame, but whatever. Xbox-wise, that's pretty much it, but I have played a shitload of Snap recently. Oh, there's a lot of Snap. Yeah, that's the thing that's going on. It's my I, I have four minutes until this meeting starts. What am I going to do? Um, what are you playing at the moment? I the, Probably there's three decks I'm really cycling between. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Null, Death, Stuff That Murders Each Other. Yep. Deck. That's that is pretty solid. It just does it's exactly fun. what it does. It's it 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 works. Um until they do bloody, you know, Wakanda as the featured <laughs> You gotta work around the featured location stage. Featured location, rude. There's just a vanilla buff deck where it's Patriot Mystique, mm-hmm. um, Blue Marvel. And then a whole bunch of stuff that does nothing. And then if you don't play anything else, you bang Ultron in at the bottom and you get an automatic yep. 24 at every location. Um, and then Lock Thor, I've had to, my Lockjaw Thor list, I've had to kind of play with because mm-hmm. they nerfed Lockjaw on me, which was I've very got, upsetting. Oh, I've got the nullified Thor sitting pinned in my store at the moment. Just can't uh, work out I'm, if I can justify spending 5,000 tokens on it. I'm still. 
200 away from Nimrod, which is making me very angry because all my collector's ones are coming up with shit I don't care for, yeah. um, variants I don't need and things. Nimrod is fun. Yeah. I, a, I do have a deck with Nimrod. It's got so many outs, so you just sort of play to what you draw. But Shuri, Wong, Zabu, Nimrod, yeah. Zola, Black Panther, Destroyer. Yeah, I did put together something so I don't have Shuri, which is irritating. But beyond that, um, I went, yeah, Destroyer. He's you know that seems like a genius move. It doesn't have Nimrod in it, which feels like it's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized if you Zola Destroyer, he destroys himself, and that doesn't actually work for you mm-hmm. unless he goes to somewhere that. You, you know, you've chucked an armor in or something. Anyway, things you learn. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, if you put Destroyer on um, Bar Sinister, that also doesn't work so well. No, no, that's fair. Think things I'm learning. Destroyer on Wong works. I don't know if you tried that, but Wong, even though you destroy Wong on the first Destroyer, he still goes twice. Ooh. So when you've got Nimrod, yeah, okay, that is that is good to know. Um, I did off uh, back back to so I did have struggle. I didn't realize that they changed Lockjaw. I didn't read the release mm-hmm. notes and everything. And then all of a sudden, he just stopped doing what he was supposed to do. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I reread the text, and now I get it. He only does the first one that you yep. play every turn, which is fine, I guess. But I did discover if you put Beast in that deck. You play Thor, yeah. you get a Mjolnir. You play mm-hmm. Beast, you return Thor. You play Thor, you get a second Mjolnir. <laughs> so yep. we're starting to do this kind of fun. Look, the the changes that they made recently, they did slightly buff Collector. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw that, but Collector's gone from 2-1 to 2-2. Mm-hmm. Collector in a discard deck is so fucking good. So you play like this. I've been playing this a bit, but like Collector or Morbius, turn two. Mm-hmm. Turn three, the other one, right? Turn four, you're probably hitting like either maybe a Lady Sif or Colleen. Yeah. And if you can, if you can get it on Colleen, right? So Colleen to discard Swarm. Yep. Which then creates two Swarms in your hand. Yeah. Which then buffs Collector twice. Yeah. Or, you know. Oh, and then you just bash apo- the swarm. Yep. Yep. Apocalypse. Uh, when he gets discarded and comes back. Yeah. That's another one for Collector. Mm-hmm. Turn five, Modoc. Everybody. Yeah. I have had a game or two where Modoc has fast forwarded because I've had like a handful of swarms and Apocalypse and they just keep getting discarded. And yeah, I've gotten Collector he and Morbius does, over 20 power easy. He only does each swarm once though, doesn't he? Because I Who, feel collector? like. Yeah. Oh, uh, Modoc. Oh, yeah. Modoc. Yeah. So yeah. he does each swarm once. Yes, but if you. But- uh, like if he if you've already discarded him with Colleen, right? So that's yeah. two. So you're getting yeah. four. Yeah. And I think I got the location where on reveals happened twice. Once. Oh yes, I'm out <laughs> for uh, onslaught citadel. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, that's fantastic. Hamitage. 
Yeah, yeah. The other one I've been playing and really enjoying is is a ramp deck. And I'll be having so much fun with this because people snap without thinking. So most likely I'm looking at sort of Nebula turn one, uh, yep. turn two, either Armor or Daredevil or um, that's it. Turn three, either Electro or Psylocke. Yep. Turn four, Professor X. Yeah, I've had a lot of people catch me with the Professor X. Professor X turn four catches a lot of people. Yeah. But what gets them better is they see, so you've got Electro out and you Professor X and you've got five power, right? Yeah. They might have six. Mm-hmm. And they see you've got Electro out, so you're only playing one card per turn, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll snap. Mm-hmm. And then turn six... You play a five-cost card like Gamora, yep, or Hobgoblin, and you play Jeff. Jeff onto Professor X. Oh, you ca- okay. yeah, okay. It catches so many people off guard. Yeah. It's so fantastic. I have won so many cubes doing that because no. people think, "Oh, you've lost that by one or two. I've got that one by one or two. I just need to focus on one more." Yeah. And because Jeff doesn't get affected by Electro either. I haven't had anyone catch me with Jeff yet. So I don't have a Jeff, but no one's got me with him. But also since we, awesome. got, since we got reset since the last season, I've kind of been messing with decks and not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of up there, down two, up three, down five. Yeah. So I'm kind of hovering at the moment. But uh, I tend to muck around with decks when I've hit that sort of next level. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you hit like a... 10 level 10 you go up to level 15 yeah then you got five levels to play with and you can yeah. sort of piss fart around but uh, i hit the magic number today so i am now level 69 now it's how can we keep it stay there yes <laughs> can't play anymore no because you still move i don't know how that works but it's still hop like it's still somehow Oh, if you don't play, your level won't change until the season resets. <laughs> and then you drop down 30 levels, whatever. Yeah. Anywho, I suppose we should talk hobby. With, I mean, it, it turns out this is a hobby podcast, sort of. Yeah, to a degree. Sometimes. Yeah. We've talked gaming, so we've, we've stuck to the... That counts. Yeah. So hobby. Uh, yeah. And when you is say it, hobby, it's not an awful lot I've got. No, and I, I have actually been in that awkward spot where you kind of like, I don't know whether it's me. I think it's actually quite a few people because a lot of people I've spoken to have been in a similar boat where you're just like, I haven't, I just haven't been painting. I haven't been no. doing stuff. Like occasionally you sort of tinker with something and whatnot, but just haven't really been able to sink the teeth into something and just just power through. Um, and I'm looking at a desk that really does explain the mindset I'm currently in where I've got about 14 projects strewn. <laughs> yep. And it's that point now where you sit down and you go, oh, no, this is all too hard. Um, and you do What's something else. Yeah. yeah. So there's been a lot of that. I did... Last night I did sit down. So 
the through the dice paint comp mm-hmm. happened. Yep. I had base coded the model for that. And then I went, right, this needs a base. And I had kind of plans on a base and everything. And then I miscalculated the size of the base. Okay. And the model didn't fit on the base. And that's the point where I stopped because I cracked, took my bat and ball, went home. Um, so <laughs> that's that's basically why it didn't get done for the competition. Um, and then somebody posted in the Discord expressing their extreme disappointment. I think that was an Alice and Samara one too. That was definitely a Samara thing. Yeah. Mm. And I was sitting here last night procrastinating around and it was sitting here and I'm like, you know, this actually won't take that long just to paint him. If I don't do the base, if I don't do anything special, if I just put paint on model, he's already base coated. So I did that last night. That was, that was a thing. So um, your throw the dice entry is done. Yeah. It's just okay. a week after it was decided. Speaking of which, we had quite a few of our discord members walk away with stuff from that. There was some fantastic so stuff. If I remember correctly, Kingsley, Clinton, Alice, and Samara all yep. got votes I, for that. I yes. didn't. Don't know what's going on there, but whatever. Oh, man. Maybe he looked at the paint job. <laughs> I gave up on mine after a while and just poured glitter on it. See, if Alice was the judge, it would have been all different, but... Oh, look, I was hoping that Ollie would do it <laughs> go for the glitter. Look, it was a pile of gold. My little dragon was sitting it, on a pile look, of it gold. it actually made sense, and it was a surprisingly appropriate-sized glitter for gold coins for a dragon yes. of that size. I don't know I how was, you found. I was very particular with the uh, $2 I spent on glitter. <laughs> it, it worked. Um but no, there was some pretty, and you know, um, Clinton did his first real kind of resin pour. Yeah, I need to, I need to question him on that because I still have your resin, and I still need to do some resin pouring. Oh, he stole my other resin, so <laughs> okay. steal. St- if you want to do pour pouring like that, steal the one that I gave I him. I just, I just want to know how to stop it pouring over the sides. Um, yes, that is that is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, are you? Um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I did manage to paint paint a unicorn last night. That that got finished enough. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. She's just going to sit there now. Um, so anyway, that's Easy Moonbow, my other My Little Pony reference. Um, <laughs> uh, what else have I done painting wise? Oh, look, because this has been a while since we've talked, I could I could delve deep into the depths. Like, you know, I did more of the Renegades when at some point before the season ended. They didn't get finished, but, yeah, the season ended, so they're probably not going to get finished. Um, I did. So there was talk before Rich put the pulled the pin on All Systems Go this year, mm-hmm. which I get. You know, it was it was rough organizing a convention oh, at yeah. the best of times. Um, there was the talk of a Blood Bowl tournament at All Systems Go that we weren't going to run, which was very exciting. And I got all kinds of excited about putting a team together for that. Um, so I did bust out my Grebo 
Slan team that was okay. sitting in a box. Yeah, yeah. And I spent a couple of nights swearing at them because it's the metal Grebo Slan team. I knew where that was going before you said it. Yeah. Came unassembled and was very angry. Um, but they are now assembled and then all systems go cancelled and we haven't heard about a Blood Bowl tournament. Um, so that is where they've stayed. Yep. Uh, what else? I, oh, I, I tinkered a little bit with a couple of models for Underworlds and then I put them away. I did get a bit excited. So doesn't sound like me at all. No. Um Rich announced a Warhammer 6th edition day. Every time 6th edition comes up, you get a little bit excited. Yeah. I mean, I'd get more excited if it was 7th, but, you know, I can't hold that against him. Um, so, yes. And this is a continuing factor, which must mean it's a, a thing, right? Um, every time someone says it, I'm like, oh, I'm interested. Um, it is the week after Thoughtless Ball 4. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the chances of me actually getting a leave pass to partake is a slim. Uh, however, if I don't ask, then it's currently Schrodinger's day. I you, know, you could always say that you need to take me. I need a lift in. I don't think that explains the entire day of absence. Well, you have to drive me home. Yeah, I, I, I like where you're headed. I feel like I know, it's just, just a thought. Yeah, I'm not going to be there. I'll be in Perth, but continue. Yeah. Anyhow, so I got excited about this. Um, I started chatting to a couple of friends that have signed up already and are, are working out what the hell they're going to do. I similarly, coincidentally more than anything, had a couple of friends I used to game with just in our Facebook chat, go, oh, we started painting, we played a game and then we started painting some stuff. So they've started painting some stuff completely unrelated to this whole thing <laughs> for Warhammer sort of sixth edition-ish. Um, and it is one of those games that I have had projects on hiatus since eighth edition came out and or Age of Sigma came out and trashed the whole bloody game. So some idiot decided it would be a great idea. And this actually wasn't me, but someone else went, well, let's, let's try and keep each other doing some hobby and, and motivated and stuff. So if we put together a bit of a May painting challenge, you know, if you've got this thing in June, you know, a thousand points is not impossible. Just paint no. a thousand points in May. And so... We'll see if that happens. I mean, there's zero stakes, um, but I did. So I had a hobby. I had a, a project, an army project. I was planning on when Age of Sigma happened and destroyed the entire game. Yes, that's what it did. And if anyone wants to tell me otherwise, I will bite you. Um, <laughs> but so I, for Warhammer 8th edition, I had just finished my Nurgle Beastman. And that was mm-hmm. kind of my project. And then I was, as I was kind of playing that army over the year, I had been collecting stuff for my next army project, which was going to be the next year. And then the next year didn't happen. And that was my corn orc army. The corks. The corks. And so is there progress stat- happening? 
there is actually progress happening. Ooh. One of one of the things I'd been stuck on for God knows how long is I had this idea for a giant. Okay. The standard everyday Warhammer giant. Mm-hmm. But I needed to give him an Orc and Goblin kind of feel. And I happened to have one of the Goblin Arachnorok spider kits, which is the giant spider with all the goblins. It's cool. That thing comes on a 150 by 100 base, though. Okay. The giant is on a 50 by 75 base. Okay. So there is there is a minor disparity between model size and base size that I've been trying to, because I want to run him as a giant. And so what I want is a giant spider centaur. On but half the base that he comes on, with. Yes. <laughs> and that has been my conundrum. And so I said, fuck it the other day. And I pulled the spider out and I pulled the giant out and I started just smooshing them together to see what I could do, cram him on. And Can I reckon. Rear him up on his hind legs or something. I, that was that was thought number two. Thought number one is I'm wondering if I can somehow <gasps> I suspend him from above the base like he's what coming if, down on a wheel. What if you there. did him the other way? So, like, <laughs> instead of you just put the, the giant legs and the spider on top. <laughs> yeah, I see what you've done there. Um, <laughs> that's a terrible idea and we're definitely not going to do it. Uh, like a centaur with a man with a yep. horse's head. Like a reverse centaur. <laughs> a reverse mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, infinitely more practical, but... Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, no, I, I think I can do it. I'm almost going to do it the other way. I'm going to try and have him... I'm going to have to somehow use his front spidery legs to to anchor him to the base mm-hmm. but i want to try and almost have him coming off a web from above the base so yep. like, that that's currently plan a and we'll see how badly that fails so i've gone through about 20 centimeters of green stuff just making to, the web just no just attaching uh. a job to a spider <laughs> <laughs> like we're currently here that's Okay, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. That, that, I said that's, that's huge. That's, yep. Yeah, and I mean. Pictures that, are in the Discord, people. If you, if you <laughs> Visual medium on a podcast work, but, doesn't work, but join the Discord. No, no so we've, we've started, but um, he's large. So that's, that's the other thing. And look, there's a bunch of other stuff I've got sitting half finished in boxes and places I need to find. Um, I haven't actually worked out a list that I'm 100% happy with. So we'll see where this goes, but it's... There's, Work in progress. There's potential. I get you. So that, but that's it. That's that's kind of... I've kind of just potted between projects and not actually done anything. Yeah, I've kind of done the same. I mean, I haven't done an awful lot of painting. I did... Uh, throw the the dragon together for throw the dice. Um, and I have done a little bit more work on my Lizardman team mm-hmm. for Blood Bowl, so they've got a couple more colours on them. I'm trying to work out the the sevens half of the Lizardman team has a bit more colour on it than the other half, but trying to work out if I'm going to play them in elevens or not. Uh, but I've 
I've acquired some more models. <gasps> so mainly from you. Oh, yeah, that's my fault. Yeah, okay, it's all your fault. So I've got the Bloodspawn that you printed off for me. Mm-hmm. He is on base and he has little bubbles, so I'm just going to undercoat him and he should be a quick and easy paint job just to get to the same standard of the rest of the corn team I've got, mm-hmm. which is black and white and red with blood on the base. Uh, you also printed off for me those beautiful Alice models. They are pretty. They are gorgeous. So I have glued most of them together. The the rabbit, I don't think I'm going to bother with the, the little watch chain, which is just tiny. Is, I, I know. I'm so impressed I didn't break that. Yes. So I will say removing supports from that was mildly anxiety-inducing. <laughs> I can imagine. The, the cat, this is the thing. I want, I love these models. I want to do them real justice, but I want to get sort of, you know, blending and all sorts of stuff going on with it. So whether I wait until I'm a better painter in 37 years or something or not, but the models themselves are awesome. The only only real trick was the caterpillar sitting on his mushroom. There was a lot of pieces to that too. Yeah, working out which arm goes where. I had to refer to the pictures a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Because, yeah, he's got, what, six arms yeah. holding various different things. And I haven't put the two halves of the base together because that's going to take a little bit of work to, to actually make it sit right. But everything else is together but separate. I haven't yeah. attached Alice to the mushroom. I haven't attached the Cheshire Cat to the base. Uh, I haven't attached the White Rabbit to his base either. Have I shown you, shown you? <laughs> That's the head. <laughs> I mean, that to, is large. To give you a scale, like that's an Amazon. Jesus. Yep. Okay. That's so huge. I couldn't help it when I was I was printing those the Alice models. I had a moment where I thought it would be brilliant and stupid and funny to do the head of the Cheshire cat at like two hundred and fifty percent scale. And this is it's an impressive head too. Like the it's a nightmarish type cat the teeth go all the way into the ears yeah it's glorious and i was i was thinking out loud you could mount that to kind of like a like a trophy head Mm -hmm. trophy mount type thing on a wall that would be ridiculous (laughs) i like the way it's going it's just a matter of what colors do yeah i mean do you go traditional do you mess with it i'm thinking of going the american mcgee you know, the blue with the black tattoo type. Yeah. So, but we'll wait and see. I want to be confident in my painting before I even start those. Is that a thing people are? I want to be more confident than I am now, especially when I'm only getting various little bits and pieces done on the lizards. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I got is from uh, one of our patrons, Archie. He handed me a model on Monday night which he had put together, which is an impressive piece. I don't know if you've actually seen this. I don't know if I have. So (gasps) 3D printed. 3D printed Darth Vader. Oh, has he got a little battery in his He's got a battery at the bottom, and the battery is attached via magnet. So if I can pull, if I've got nails which i have less nails on now than i did on monday here we go 
It lights up. The lightsaber lights up. The lightsaber is clear resin, and it's got a little red LED in it, and it's just, it's pretty. That is clever. Yeah. And then when you want it off, you just take the battery off and attach it back magnetically. And, yeah, he was talking about these and talking about all he's done like a Yoda and all sorts of things for for his armies, for Legion, and he was talking about it, and then he just hands me Vader the following time we meet up, which is gorgeous of him. Thank you. We do have some good Patreons. We do, we do. Oh, we've got some dodgy ones. but We've got some very dodgy ones, but we've got some good ones. We've got one or two. There's a couple of good eggs in that. Uh, so speaking of Darth Vader, I have finally gotten around and played Legion. <gasps> finally, and I ended up. I, Archie ran me through two demo games: one just me and him, one me against Alice. And for the amount of cards and text on those cards, and there's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. It's surprisingly simple. Like, I got very confused to the point that I was like, I'm just going to wait for somebody to show me this game yep. because I want, I had, I've had an army for ages because mm-hmm. Star Wars. And I did the majority of them up with, you know, contrast paint and they looked good. I was happy with them, but I hadn't played the game. And yeah, surprisingly easy to grasp and easy to understand. I kind of decimated poor Alice when I played her in the second game. Not expecting to. She was playing Luke, Leia, a couple of Tauntauns, and a whole heap of Rebels against my two squads of Stormtroopers, uh, the Imperial Guards, Emperor Palpatine, and Bosk. Mm-hmm. And I knew from everything that Archie had been saying that the uh, w- once the Tauntauns get into close combat, they will like decimate things and they'll get there quite quickly. So I targeted them early with Bosk and managed to take them down before they hit anything. I was very worried about Luke and Leia and I ran my Imperial Guard into Luke... They did like one damage to him before they were all decimated. Okay. And then, but then I managed to run the Emperor into Luke and the Emperor, I'd I'd played a card which allowed me to take damage with the Emperor to do another attack. And so I did that and again and again and again and basically the Emperor was on one life because I, I had used up all of his life doing more and more attacks and took out Luke and then shot Leia and walked away. It was it was not how I expected that game to go because Luke and Leia looked very scary to me. But the game itself relatively straightforward to pick up. Okay. There's there's obviously tips and, and tricks stuff, and right? all it's, sorts of stuff that you can do. There's with. learning to play the game, and then there's learning how to play the game. Like yes. there's the there's the, the mechanics, and then there's the strategy. With that's the but same the with mechanics, any game. Yeah, mechanics fairly straightforward. Uh, so yeah, no, I was I was happy. Finally, got a couple of games with that in, and 
you know, got a message from Archie the other day saying, hey, Monday, you want to play again? So he's always eager, which is good. Yeah. So I can get some more in. We've got a couple of pushes. Like, as I say, him and, and Legion, mm-hmm. you've got Mercer Underworld. There's a few different games getting getting some traction. Which is good. I like it. Let's get some variety going. Yes. I mean, let's not neglect, but <laughs> like Marvel again, I need to play that again. Marvel um, we need to play. I did get a couple of games of Marvel United in. So I went around to uh, my mate Dan's place, uh, just the other side of Ringwood, so a couple of hour drive away. But uh, we got a good three or four games of Marvel United in, and he has all of them, like all Shit. of the expansions. Like he went big on all of the Kickstarters. So we played some games that I with models that we don't have. So we played against Apocalypse and his four horsemen. Yep. Didn't. We took out the four, first horseman. Yeah, okay. That was about it. We do still totally need to do the Black Order at some point too. Speaking of things that we probably won't win, I'm so <laughs> yes. on board for that. Well, we did Apocalypse first, followed that up with Sentinels, and the yes. Sentinels was really fun. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, managed to win on that one. And then the last game we played against the Sinister Six, we took out three or four of them, I think, yeah. before we eventually fell. The Sinister but it was just, Two is yeah. not nowhere near as threatening, though. I mean, I feel no, like true. <laughs> the world can live with that. Um, we actually, I've almost forgot about this, but we did play some games. We played some Hero Quest and yeah. we played the other one with the thing. So, I mean... Without without going through in grand detail, a, a cruisy night of just chilled games. Mm-hmm. A couple of reasonable peeps and myself, um, <laughs> and me. Don't forget me. Oh yeah, I suppose you were there too. I mean, yeah. it was your house. <laughs> um, you had to be there, um, or did you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, but that was the first time I played Hero Quest, like in many, many years. The app was surprisingly good, isn't it? It's really well done. In that, you know, there's not an awful lot you need to do. You just you play it as the players, and then put that into the app. Tell the app what you've done, and, and the, the app, app goes. What... Here we go. Yeah, and it, it tells you what to do with the bad guys, and you just do that, and then. You, you all die. Yeah. That seems, I mean, that was my experience. Um, no, we, we played it again and it was better. We didn't do well the first game. <laughs> the surprise for me, I think, was Night Cage. Was it Night Cage? Yeah. That was, that was clever. I know you talked about it and you kind of ran us through how it worked and everything, but playing that, and I feel like we got a little bit screwed. Yes. It it was it was hard. It it's yeah, it's not it's not a very, you know, what's the word? It's it, it circumstances can change very yes. quickly in that game. Which thing, happened when we played it. The thing I think I really appreciated about it is it's 
really simple mechanic wise. Yep. It is very like there is an art style to it, but it's not graphic. It's a relatively mm-hmm. simple concept with the art style and everything, but it gives you like the immersion it creates from the simplicity of it is actually really impressive. Like you kind of feel alone in the dark. Yeah. Like it, very clever. Good fun. I think we we did reasonably well. It was just, you know, I think we were like one or two rounds shy of winning that. Yeah. But, yeah, there was some pretty tricksy scenarios we were thrown into, I think, with yes. just when, when tiles were drawn and, and what they were and how it was. I think we made too many terrible decisions, but you know there were certainly so many things we could do. But no, I was I was really impressed. That was a that was a sleeper. Like I know you said it was good, but I didn't know it was it was good, good. Yeah, apparently there's apparently there's been some I don't know what you know TikToks or whatever the youth of today are doing, but uh, on Nightcage, so it's been getting some traction. Yeah, I mean if it's it's reached the TikToks, then. It must yeah. be talkable. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure what the like. I know, I know that the Twitter is a tweet, but I don't know what a a, a tick is a talk. Yeah, I'm not sure I, how that works. I don't know. <laughs> I used to know what it was, and they changed what it was, and now what's it is new and scary. Anyway, Bring back Tom. Where did Tom go? I used to have a friend. <laughs> He was everybody's friend. He was the friendliest Whatever guy. Whatever happened to Tom? I mean, I know he sold off MySpace and, and made a bucket load of money and then decided to retire or whatever, but I good miss on, Tom. Good on him. <sighs> I miss MySpace. I, I yeah. remember seeing a thing where it was like, oh, you know, I don't know whether it was a Twitter page or something. It's like, but imagine if, um, you know, when you someone landed on your Twitter page, they could hear your favorite song, and th- I'm like, come, <laughs> "It's been done. Full, we're coming full circle." You just described MySpace. Uh, that was a terrible idea then. Um, I just love it. I just have the, uh, the the trailer for 300 going with the the Nine Inch Nails song blaring. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to games. Um, Blood Bowl. We wrapped up sevens. We did. Yep, I came sixth, which. Surprised me. I, I actually scored decently with Nurgle, more than, than I thought I would, and had a couple of, like, 2-1, you know, 2 nil wins, I think. So Yeah. Yeah, you did. Surprise it, like, surprise, surprisingly well offensively on mm-hmm. the scoreboard with Nurgle. That was unexpected. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple of lucky breaks and lucky touchdowns, but at the same time... Definitely scored more than I thought I would be. Absolutely. Just like real life. Um, No, no, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have high expectations. Um, In in real life, I score a lot less than I expected. (laughs) I I, um, I think I came a couple of points, maybe eighth or something, I think. Yep, yep. Under there. So, I mean, it was funny because I think we had – the buy round to get played. So anyone, because we had no number of players, anyone who had a buy, we basically matched them up in the the week before finals kicked off. So everyone had the same number of games, 
rather than giving them a default win or something for taking a lie. Um, So everyone got to play all the games. But I think both of us were sitting in the top four before that. Yes. And then both of us were definitely not in the top four after that. No, no. The the two of the guys with buys, Mark and – no, Mark and Mark. Yelvin and Mark both ended up second and third. Yeah. Thank God I watched I watched their semi and it was it was a hell of a game. Like it was just a bash fest. It was Chaos Dwarf against Chaos Chosen. And the Chosen just annihilated the dwarves. The dwarves were left with three people when they went into overtime. Still nil all against seven on the Chaos Chosen side. So and yet Amazing plays. So, Amazing. and and let's let's call it. So, right before, so we're currently sitting at like a one all or a nil, whatever the hell it was, before nil all, nil all to go into overtime. Mm-hmm. Mark Yelv was it, the ball was in sort of his offensive half, right near the touchdown line. He had to blitz a model off, marking mm-hmm. the ball, pick it up. And he was in. Yep. So, and he had a two dice blitz happening, I'm pretty sure. And then it was a three up, pick, a three plus pickup. And he had that as a one nil win. Rolled the blitz, both down. And that's how they ended up in overtime. I think, I think you all failed to pick up the ball like twice as well. It's, yeah. Half. Like his dice were on fire and he was like, there were no centaurs left on the field. Uh, he was injuring people left, right, and centre. His dice were on absolute fire until they weren't. Yeah. And then they stopped. They stopped dead. <laughs> so they go into overtime, nil all. Mark with three players on the pitch. So they cast off three players, a minotaur and two hobgoblins. No, it the, I oh. think it was the dwarf. Oh, maybe it was a dwarf, yeah. So dwarf, a hobgoblin, and the minotaur. Which... He wins the toss. He chooses to receive probably the fair call. Absolutely. Um, and I, I looked at this and went, well, this is a surefire thing. I went and watched the other game, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get to in a second. I come back and somehow he has grabbed the ball with a hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. He's pushed halfway up the field. He's managed a handoff to the Minotaur mm-hmm. and the Minotaur has blitzed forward to get into scoring zone. Yelv has then managed, I think it was, I can't remember if it was a one or a two die blitz on the Minotaur um, to try and, because he's, you know, almost on the sideline here and again, just didn't didn't make it happen. It's just yeah, the dice was- don't work. It was it was pretty interesting because I was looking at it and yeah, Mark blitzed the the Minotaur up to to knock a guy down and clear a bit away for his hobgoblin with the ball, and then he's like, maybe I'll just pass it to the Minotaur. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> he he had a reroll from the kickoff, I think too. So yeah. wandered up with the hobgoblin, handed it to the Minotaur, fifty fifty chance. Paid off, didn't need the reroll, and then I think Yelv only had one guy who could reach the Minotaur. Yep, and it was a two dice uphill block, which didn't pay off. 
No, it just. I think. Oh, yeah. It ended up. Yeah. It ended he up as a push. Yeah. It ended up with a push, and then the Minotaur just blitzed him out of the way and yeah. did his thing, and and ended up running the ball down for the touchdown to make it one nil, and with three players in overtime, somehow the Cows Dwarves managed to to get up that game. That was a game. That was a real game. <laughs> the other side of the fence. So that was a snotling human match with mm-hmm. Liam and Pip. And it was fine. I think it was a, a one-all, you know, going in at halftime. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, uh, sweltering heat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the humans dropped three players. To sweltering heat. The snotlings lost the snotling, but who cares? Um, and then the kickoff was uh, a vicious ref, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. who took out a fourth human player. One of those was the ogre. Oh, no. So at this point in time, the humans had three players and they did the not do snotlings had 30 and they had like yeah a billion players <laughs> and the pump wagon did not fail a bloody really stupid role and it, you know pip did everything he possibly could but it was just not gonna happen yeah like, so yeah that was a real nuffle kick in the nuts um and you know liam just took it as you would um it was up until that point, it was a really tight game. It was glorious to watch sort of backwards and forwards and both of them kind of scrambling at times. So I think, um, and then, then the grand final happened and that was a thing. That was, that was definitely a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucking savage. Um, that was not a game. Um, so (laughs) For those playing at home, a real quick summary here is Mark had been kicked in the balls by life and basically work. And he's like, this game went, the, the semi final went into overtime. I semi finals went into, oh, yeah. I am not going to be able to stay and play another game. Um, and also, I am working overtime for the next fortnight and will not get a chance to play a game again. Frankly, I didn't expect to get this far. Somebody just take my team and play it. Regards. And was happy as Larry to say that basically he didn't lose a game. Um, <laughs> Who did lose a game with that team? I fixed that pro- good and proper. Um, so <laughs> I, I played the Cast Dwarves against the Snotlings in the grand final on Mark's behalf as kind of, you know, He's second, I guess. What is that called? Dueling term? Anyway, because mm-hmm. um, he said, look, I'm just not going to get a chance to play any time in the foreseeable future and we want to kick on with another season, so let's just let's just move on. And he was, he was fine with it. We tried to organize and sort of at another time and he was just like, nah, this is too hard. Uh, we are not playing for sheep stations. Let's not panic. Just, just play it and see who wins. Holy shit. <laughs> so... Cast Wolves, full Cast Wolf team against Snotlings. Um, by 
so I received first half. We got a pitch invasion. Mm-hmm. Three of my players closest to the ball all got stunned. Yeah. Which basically means I had to swing the entire team around to cover the ball, which is sitting on one extreme sideline. My Liam gets a, a free pass basically to move his team halfway up the pitch and, and put some pressure yep. on. We fail to pick up the ball. He moves closer. The Minotaur has a an opportunity to surf a troll at this point in time. Okay, yep. It's a two dice into a one dice, which I thought was a two dice, but it turned out it was a one dice, um, to push a troll off the pitch, clear him off the ball, and give me a way to, to turn this around and actually play an offensive half. The Minotaur skulls himself down. That didn't happen. Yeah. Um, the, on the two dice or the one dice? On the one dice, I think. Okay. Yeah, must have been. Yep. Uh, yeah, manages a push for the first one. Skulls the second one. Here we are. Then, so he's fine. He's, he's down, but he's not out. The Chaos Dwarf was marking the pump wagon, which mm-hmm. proceeded to kill the Chaos Dwarf. Liam then proceeded quite rightly to foul the Minotaur at every possible opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I had three players left on the pitch at halftime. Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So along this time, so this is my receiving half. I was you know, playing offense. Liam scored defensively. In that half, mm-hmm. I show up with, you know, three players on the pitch for, for the second half. And the only reason Liam didn't win 2-0 and only won 1-0 was because the final player I had on the pitch was a bull centaur. Mm-hmm. The bull centaur had to pull some stupid thing out to blitz a ball carrier to try and Pull yep. the score back a little bit. So we tried that. He failed a dodge that he was definitely going to fail always and ended up on the ground. So in Liam's final turn, within scoring range, his entire team surrounded <laughs> the bull centaur. Literally had nine players around the bull centaur. Yep. Eight players around the bull centaur. Anyway. Yep. All of the players. When he said, so to break your armor, the only thing I need to do is not roll a double one. Why did he say that? And that's when he rolled a double one and he <laughs> didn't break the bull centaur's armor and he, he got, got sent off. off. And the turnover, because this was his turn 12, meant that he couldn't score and get a 2-0 victory. Yeah. But that but, was the last player. And he was like, nah, I've already won. I'm going to try and pitch clear this. Yeah. And quite rightly. So I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, look, I, as I say, it just, it wasn't a game. You know, I lost a couple of players really early. I had like three in the cash box by turn three mm-hmm. on my offensive half. And it was just downhill from there. So Liam did all of the right things with the snotlings. Um, and, took out the season. Um, 
massive congrats. As I said, he plays a solid game at the best of times. Um, those two semi-final games, though, were absolute crack. They were everything Blood Bowl should be. Yeah, no, they were great to watch. And if you're in the Geelong area, we are going to be starting up the next season, probably late June, I would say. Yep. Uh, we're taking sign-ups now. All the details are on Discord or on our website, thoughtlesscasualgaming.com. All those details are there. So if you're interested, by all means, or if you want to hit us up for a game beforehand just to try it out, see what it's like. Yeah. Always happy for that. And let's be clear, we had people playing last season that were, had never played before. And you know, yeah. we had a couple of games with us beforehand and just cracked on and everybody had a blast. So um, they had a blast because I said so. Um, <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I think, you know, we sat at 20-something people-ish. Yep, 24 dropped down to 23. Yeah. Which is fair. Life no, 23 happens. dropped down to 22. I Either think. way, life happens. One or two. Um, so, you know, something similar would be good. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be lots of fun. There's just yeah. so many people just there to have absolute shits and gigs, which is glorious. Um, and in the meantime, just for something completely different, we're playing some Blood Bowl. Um, but 11's like full scale big boy Blood Bowl. It's a different game. It is such a different, like, it's the same game. No, it's not. It's different. I mean, there are still differences. Blood yes. Yes. There are differences. But, it, no, I think it, it's super interesting coming from sevens back to elevens. Yeah. Um, it's fun. I, uh, it's you can see why some people would choose it over sevens, I guess. Uh, it reinforces why I play sevens. Um, but it's like, it's glorious. It is, it's, it's like going back to your roots and then realizing your roots are kind of really hard on the brain. Um, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. It's a brain scratcher for sure. Look, we, we just wanted a short league. There are only a couple of people that wanted to, to sort of dedicate to elevens. Uh, we ended up with seven people in the end. So I was like, well, I guess I'm playing as well. I, I didn't have plans, to be quite honest. I was gonna, I was hoping to get a few games of other things like Underworlds or something like mm -hmm. that in. Um, but with the odd number, it just made life easier on a organisational point to, to jump in. So I thought, oh, fuck it. I haven't played Norse. Let's play Norse. So I made up a little team called Norse Code. All my I, players. I haven't. Have, I did notice the the player names. Mm -hmm. I haven't translated the player names. They're all very basic. I had to make them really short uh, names because otherwise it just becomes an endless list of dots and dashes for each yeah. player name. So, for example, the beer boar. Yeah. His his name is Pig. Okay. But in Morse code. Yes. So yes. Uh, and then people ask me like the following day, oh, what's this one? I'm like, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Chuck it in Google Translate, like work it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I had, I mean, it was fun. Definitely I was playing Yelv. Uh, he rightly beat me 3-1. Um, but yeah, it's a different sort of game. Like there's, there's 
more tactics that I need to remember how to use properly. But I mean, the fact that I'm using a team, I don't know anyway. Yeah. It's not in my favor. And I'm feeling I won't be that using one. Norse for 11s. No, and I, I did the same. I wanted to pick a team that I wasn't using, um, but I decided to also go with a team that had more positionals that you can normally take in sevens because, yep. like, let, let's just break my brain a little bit harder. So I took Underworld and you just take all of the positions um, and do some things and it, it's, a, it's a noodle scratcher. Um, fun, but noodle scratching. I played Ant, who's playing Humans. Mm-hmm. We ended up with a three-all draw. That's, I mean, that's big. It's a high-scoring game. Well, it seems like a high-scoring game coming from sevens. Well, and but it's funny because both of us coming from sevens got to half time and went shit. We've got to do that again. Like we are <laughs> yes. not match fit. Yes, I know. I had the same thought. Uh, I'm just having a quick look. Who are you playing next? If you looked, uh, I have, and then I forgot. I am playing Liam. Liam, yep, and Liam is playing High Elves. High Elves, yep. Okay. So he played he played Josh's team last, and apparently the elves just imploded. They just didn't do any of the things that they should have done. But yeah, no, no, that's that's pretty much what happened with the Norse too. <laughs> no, um, the elves dice were on absolute fire. Like I think I, I'm three people down for the next game. That is that is a little bit harsh, which is against Alice's necro. So it should be interesting. I am a clan rat and a snotling down. So the snotling gets fired and rehired. Well, maybe the clan rat does too. We'll see. Anyway, I don't know. Pl- plenty of stuff going on. Uh, plenty of games going on. Not just Blood Bowl. Yeah, no. Moose and his Underworlds is going to be a consistent thing. So we had uh, uh, James and Kimberly join the Discord yep. and jump into a game with him on Monday night, which was great to see. So if you're interested in anything, you want to play some games, we are definitely up for it. Pretty jump much whatever. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's stuff. Yeah. Uh, just quickly before we wrap up. I'm going to go through what's going on at the moment. And we do have Thoughtless Bowl 4. We've got three tickets left. That is uh, 17th of June, so about a month away. Plenty of time to get your sevens team ready. It'll be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of shit to, to give away and all sorts of you know, fun and games that'll be going on. Then uh, the other thing to mention is uh, we have a quick competition if you're interested in playing in this sevens league or thoughtless ball four we've currently got a competition for a blood ball team of your choice from gw nice and easy just like the post on facebook tag somebody and win that depending on how the wheel goes no, if, if you want the team they have the steps you need to do like it yes. tag a friend win it yes do those three things you will get a team Two of those are totally in your control. Nice and easy. Uh, but adding on to that, we do have a painting event. We do. Which I still need to work out what I'm doing. But I started looking today. I noticed I noticed your ideas. My, yeah. 
my indecision has already cracked on. Um, so after two instances of painting it pink, we're doing something different. Um, you know, we're going to flip it. We're going to paint it brown. Yeah. Um, so, and the same thing applies, right? Paint something. I don't care fucking what. It could be a house. Um, <laughs> show a picture of the thing you're going to paint unpainted and then show a picture of it painted. And we are going to formally gush over everything and then pick someone who most creatively used brown as their feature color. Do something this is, cool. This is going to be an interesting I'm one. I'm so curious, right? <laughs> um, because I feel like you say paint it brown and everybody goes, oh, I know things that are brown. I'm, you know, and, and we're going to, you know, Nurgle is going to be a thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a lot of those. But I'm curious to see what creative, like what leftist and shit people come out with. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like there's there's options. There's so many options. And it's like, it's one of those things that the more I think about it, as much as we were taking the piss when we came up with the concept, like I'm looking at every single model I've ever painted and all of them have. Brown. Probably all of them. Maybe not, but there's. there's Majority. Most shit has brown on it, but very rarely do you go, this is the color I want to, I want a hero. It's kind of the, the, bits and shits filler. Yep. So I'm really curious to see how people take that and just do wild and wacky shit. Yeah. No, very, very excited. Jump on Facebook or the Discord, get some information on that. It's not a painting competition. So as always, we will go through the results at the end and we will give prizes where we consider prizes due, not for the best painted, but for the most creative and the ones that tickle our browns it's not hard really no no anyone can do that yeah just wash your hands um afterwards yeah i mean preferably before as well i'm not i'm not fussy Uh, it it depends like are we talking something gritty or are we talking just anyway uh, give us a follow, Facebook, Spotify, Podbean, Twitch, OnlyFans, Audible. I noticed we were on that the other day. Are we, are we on that? Yeah. <laughs> um, Shit. If, I know, right? I know. Uh, I have mentioned it before, but for uh, giveaways, Patreons get extra entries. So if you want to throw some cash our way to help us do these giveaways patreons as well as twitch subscribers and only fan subscribers if you're silly enough to be one of those uh they will get extra entries as well as always thank you very much to our thoughtless patreons the highest of the high uh, but also the lowest of the low alice clinton kingsley thank you you are both Three. Of those things at once. Oh yeah, I get you. Um, we're on iHeartRadio too. Okay, there you sure. go. Sure. <laughs> other things I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I'm looking at other other platforms we could be on. Anywho, are there any other platforms? I mean, probably, but I'm not going to actively do it if they happen to pick up an RSS feed. Good on them. 
Yeah, yeah cool. I'm not going to ticker talk anytime soon. No. I only realized how much it had been since I'd painted stuff back on the hobby thing because I actually looked at my painting Instagram account and realized how long it had been since I posted something. <laughs> yeah, I should get onto that. Uh, dear. On that note, laters. Gotcha. The